Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Timothy Wiley. This is Kingdom Soundboy episode number one. Got my boys here, my fellows. I got Pastor Q, Kyle, Osgood, or excuse me, Wilfred, Wilfred Hobbs, aka Osgood. I'm a government. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and my other brother from another mother, Elder Tayshawn Nichols. And we're going to be talking, having conversations, unfiltered conversations, right? Conversing. So, so let's let's get into it, man. Let me just speak to everybody. What's up, everybody? What's up, man? <laughs> what's up? What's up? <laughs> okay. So, all right. So today, I got something on my mind, and um, and we all gonna be just conversating. I just want you to chime in. I'm not gonna ask questions. I'm not gonna. We all just chime in. Today we're going to be talking about um, gifts without guidance. And um, a lot of times you have individuals that are gifted but not impacted. And um, so we're just going to just dig right into it. So, Pastor Q, let's, let's, let's go ahead and dig. I'm, a, I'm just going to hit you in the head with it, and I want you to start it off, man. When you think about that title, man, gifts without guidance, people that are gifted and not impactful. Let's talk about it. What, what, you, what you feel about that, man? I mean, you say gift without guidance. Um, gifts let, without guidance. Yeah, gifts yeah. without guidance. Let's, let's start off this way. The truth is there is not one person that's walking this earth that does not have a gift. Yes, sir. First and foremost. Um, and so uh, the, to, un, to totally understand gift without guidance would – with first and foremost, um, from my from a point of view of being not from a point of view of being a Christian, not just a pastor, but from being a Christian, that the first thing that I think of having gifts without guidance would mean first and foremost that you don't have a relationship with with Christ. Because if you have a relationship with Christ, then the Spirit is gonna is gonna be the first one to guide you. Now I know most of the time when we talk about gifts without guidance, we're talking about person being gifted but not having an overseer or someone to, to help guide them um, um, with their gift. But, you know, um, let's start there. The truth is that there has to be a relationship from my point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, it has to be a relationship with Christ so that there is, so that the spirit resides in them mm-hmm. so that there is guidance because you're not going to seek any type of guidance um, if, if your gift, if you, if your gift is being um, it being led or being covered or guided by your flesh. Okay, okay. Um, that that's that's good. That's a good point. That's a good point right there. Um, so, but well, can I can I be very practical about it? And yeah. re- mm-hmm. When I really want to go and really talk about, um, I look at. It well, I can say this, Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yo, Shane, come on, Shane. Yo, what's up? Yo, what's up? Yes, sir. <laughs> I look at Mike Tyson, and Mike Tyson was a beast. Mm-hmm. He was a beast. And a lot of uh, times I look at it, um, I wish, me personally, I wish I could have been his father to, for him to be guided. But he did have guidance. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm just going practical. Mm-hmm. With it, you know what I'm saying. So when I look at that, look at his life where 
he has so much power, so much money, and was gifted. But what happened was he let his gift, you know, open doors for him. Also, not only open doors for him, he got influenced by the wrong cr- with the wrong crowd. Now, with that being said, that's what I believe is happening in the church. I believe that we have people that are gifted and they are out and out and about. They're getting influenced. They know how to approach uh, different uh, approach different situations and everything. <coughs> but I believe what's going on is they are letting their gift. Uh, they're getting too big headed. Let's let's be let's mm-hmm. say it like that. You know, so so from that aspect of it, what can we do? Well, how do you feel about that? So, so um, the the first thing, my matter of fact, with this whole topic, the first thing that comes to mind is like Paul says something different. Uh, he says gifts come without repentance. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so, so which means, which means I can be gifted and be talented, and watch this get results. But without even having a seal of approval from God, so 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 so, and a lot of times when you see like different talented individuals, like 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 you look at some musical artists or whatever, a lot of them, most likely that are secular, do not have a relationship with God, but they are very effective in what they do. So 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 so, um, my whole my whole thing is uh, with it is is that. Um, I believe that you need to be, yes, you know, uh, involved and have somebody, you know, covering you or whatever and giving you and showing you the way or what have you. Um, But a lot of times people got to be careful with their, you you also got to be responsible. You got to be responsible with your gifting. You got to be, and you got to shield your gift. You you know, you can't put your gift on every, you know, platform and every, you know, you know, you know, level or whatever, but you got to be like, you know, you got to be responsible with your gift um, because if not, it can fail. Definitely. Yeah. And I believe that um, that being responsible with your gift is first and foremost being taught um, and uh, and guided by someone. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, um, I mean, say again? Taught the gift. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and show how to use. It. That's right. Wait, no, I didn't mean to cut you off. Sorry. No. Oh no, no, no. I, I just, but I like that because you know, um, that's that's what it is. Someone needs to show you because there's one thing to be a gifted preacher. There's one thing to be a gifted singer. There's one thing to be a gifted dancer. But there's an is another thing to be able to use it for what it, why it was given to yeah, you. Yeah, so yeah. we have to understand that the gifts. The, the Bible lets us know. Um, that 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 everything was created for God, right? So that's why I have a problem with. Let me say this real quick, Tim. Um, I try not to get on no, any no, of no, my no, soapboxes. No, 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 go ahead, go but, ahead, bro. Um, that's why I have a problem with the church having a problem with hip hop artists, especially um gospel or Christian um hip hop artists, because they say that's. That's the devil's music. When the truth be told, nothing belongs to right. the devil. Mm-hmm. Everything was created for God's yeah. use. Yeah. So, um, but but look how many we have pushed away from the church. Right. 
right. instead of open the door to be able to allow their gift to be guided. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And so um, we see all these talented brothers using their gift for the wrong for the wrong reason. And a lot of people say, "Oh, it's cool because they're feeding their family." Yeah, that part is cool, but their gift was given to them for God. Mm-hmm. You, you get what I'm saying? But because the church has not done its job yeah, <laughs> and recognize it and want to call it secular music, because even if it may have been introduced to the world in a secular, in a secular way, that does not mean that it's not for God. You, you get what I'm yeah, saying? I got you. <laughs> so go ahead. I'm sorry. But no, no, you, you are good. But, and, and another thing is there's a lot of, we have a big problem in the church with, um, with uh, uh, just, we have a big problem in the church. And what's the word I'm looking for? Um, we have a big problem in the church when it comes down to, you know, accepting um, people's gifts. Like, like uh, we, that's it. We're intimidated. There are that's some good. people, there yeah. are some people, that's what I'm looking for. There are some pastors, there are some singers, there are some musicians that hold positions that when they see somebody that somebody else that's talented or what or what have you, they hold a certain level of yeah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. That they hold that they hold a certain level of just almost jealousy mm-hmm. towards the individual, and so and so they won't help cultivate them. They they they'll push them aside. They'll they'll you know keep them from you know being or reaching their potential because they're intimidated by their gift. Mm-hmm. They don't want they don't want anybody to come and take their spot. Yeah. So 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 sometimes sometimes I've I've watched in church where where there have been a lot of gifted people that have been kicked out, like you were saying, that have been kicked out or kind of like exiled just simply because the person that they were trying to go to to get help from or they were trying to learn from didn't want to teach them because they were afraid that they were going to surpass them. And 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 that is and that is true. And the knowledge, knowledge is that knowledge. That yeah. knowledge yeah. is everywhere. That's right. it. And another thing is sometimes though, because we run into this today, um, wherein those who are gifted is not that someone don't does not want to help cultivate their gift or to help guide them with their gift, but it's just that they feel like um, they're ready, so they want to be put right. out there right. instead of submitting to um, the guidance right. of someone because. You, you can't just be fully exposed. So you have to expose, just like your children, you have to expose certain things to them at certain levels. Right. You, you get what I'm saying? Um, because you said earlier that if you're, if you're not careful, your gift could kill you, yeah. which, is, which is true. So when, you are, when, when, when they are exposed to certain platforms, when they are exposed to a certain type of crowd, um, it could either cause them to go into a shell or it could cause them to blossom too soon. You get what yeah, I'm saying, yeah. and so therefore, um, it's just like um, it's just like a a, a a butterfly. If you if you help it come out of the cocoon, then it's not going to be able to fly. It still looks beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's still gifted with that beauty. Right, right. You, you get what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but it will not be able to fly because you it came out of the shell too soon. Right, right. You get what I'm saying. So if we don't if we don't guide those who need to that need guidance and allow them to come out of their shell too soon, then they end up destroying themselves or not being able to soar. You get what I'm saying? It makes sense? Go ahead. No, if I can chime in real quick. Uh, So there has to be, because we all don't believe in the same God, Mm -hmm. but there has to be some higher source, some higher power we believe in to guide us. But the guidance is control. Mm -hmm. 
over the gate. And I'm leaving it there. Um, what what do you mean the guidance? What the 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 person is guiding them or mm-hmm. or the higher so whoever is showing us is teaching us how to gotcha. do what we do with our gift is guiding us and controlling us to keep us humble instead of it being uh, you know so far that we get we're not humble we don't stay humble or we just reflect ourselves to be so cocky that nobody can touch me you know what i mean yes yeah a, a lot of that has to do with um humility um you know me as being a musician and a preacher and i've been in church all my life i've learned that i've learned that people respect humility more mm-hmm. and so and so i can just about go to anybody and and learn from anybody because i've learned to be humble mm-hmm. you know what i mean because my thing is and and and, and i know that one of my mentors uh, Willie Riddick that plays guitar, um, and he's a preacher as well. He told me, uh, he, he, he just always kind of teaches me that, um, that uh, you know, at any moment your gift could be taken away from you. Mm-hmm. And you need to remember that. You need to remember. Where it come from. Right. You need to remember the fact that there's going to always be somebody better than you. Yes. You know so I mean? There's going yes. to always be somebody that's going to, that's going to appeal to others more than you. Mm-hmm. You know but what I mean? So, so, so you're not the only one. That gift, with the y- yeah. you know, with the gift that you have, and even though even though everybody has their own specialties and their own things that they're very good at, there will always be somebody that is better than you. Mm-hmm. So you know that's kind of like good. How I, well, yeah. let me ask you a question because, um, and this is a question to everybody. I, I run into this a whole lot. Are you too? Sometimes I believe people are too gifted to be submitted. Mm. I, 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 I get I, what you're saying. You from their standpoint, from, from, from their, their standpoint, okay. okay. Yeah. So from their their standpoint, mm-hmm. I'm not saying from you know, you know, a person can be gifted. No, but from their standpoint, like because now that cockiness kicks that, in. Right, right. And you was talking about that earlier. So like basically, I have seen individuals. Um, I don't want to do musicians, preachers. Athletes, um, athletes, everybody yeah, that's uh, that does not have, um, mind you, okay, for example, they could be a LeBron James in preaching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they could be a LeBron James cool. in musicianship. Uh-huh. They can be great on the court because they have their IQ is higher. You see what I'm saying? They're always paying attention to right, the details. Right, the detail. But the thing about it is, are you too gifted to be submitted? Never. No, I mean, really, when really. You recognize really, you're not. Really, right. When you recognize you, you can't be in that spectrum. When you can't be knocked down, that means that you've already gone too far. Okay, so let's 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 deal with this That's real good. quick. Let's talk to the individual, to the listener that is hearing um, us right now, and they feel like, okay, I'm a preacher, I'm a musician, I'm an athlete. I'm whatever even, it is, uh, whatever it is right, whatever it is, yeah. let's talk to the individual that says, look, I can I can do it. I can go out on my own. I have the opportunity to go out, and I have opportunities that has came before me, mm-hmm. all right? I don't really need Pop to tell me what to do because, like, yo, <laughs> yo, you, what I decide. You, like, I thought I, I, this before, you, you, know? you, you, you back then, I'm right now. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not, I'm relevant, you irrelevant. So they're living in the right now. Right, exactly. 
So so let's 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 talk to that individual. How can you let's talk to that one before they jump off the cliff and hurt themselves? Let's talk to that individual. Let's take it too far. Right, 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 right. Before they hurt, they self destruct. One of the things that people got to understand is that with gifts, you must have wisdom. You have to have wisdom to know how to handle your gift. Um, um, and along with wisdom comes foresight. You need to be able to see. Uh, you need to be able to see at the prep time. Right. The post. So, 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 so the biggest thing with gifts is preparation. Okay. So you need to be able to prepare yourself for the responsibility that is at hand. Okay. So, so let me, let me, let me say this. Let me say this to you then. Mm. So I'm playing devil's advocate. Right, right, right. (laughs) Okay. I have prepared. Okay. And, and I, and I have. Because in all of the, I get and get. But what's your assumption of being prepared though? Prepared, meaning because everybody's I preparation I don't went, is not I don't, the same. Okay, I went to college. <laughs> I don't went to the camps. Yeah, <laughs> I don't got my combines. degrees. Right, right, right. I don't come by degrees. So, so when you say when Pop ain't never been there, but he's been successful mm-hmm. in that in that time. But he don't. He's not very educated and astute like I am, and I'm further along than I am. So, so let me say this. Um, because I want I want to go back to when we began. What uh, y'all crazy? What um, I was saying. I just felt the Holy it, Ghost. it all goes back to your relation <laughs> your relationship with Christ. So let let me let me let me explain. So my thing is there is a there's a level of um, there's a level in your relationship that you go to that that teaches you first and foremost who you are and who you serve. Because your gift is not about you. The, the, can can I can I can I well, make that, that can I that make humble, people that yeah. humble that humbles reckon it. Uh-huh. And recognize. that comes from the relationship. Right. You, you see what I'm saying? Right. But can I make most people mad that's gonna listen to this? Because most of the gifts that we every gift except for one is for everybody else. Mm-hmm. The only one gift. Now watch this because it's going to make a lot of people mad. It's going to mess with a lot of doctrines. There's only one gift that's mm. for you, and that's between you and God, and that's the gift of tongues. tongues. Yep, you get what it. I'm saying? Ooh. Tongues Uh-oh. is not for that's anybody it. else. That's it's it. for you and God. Right. Yes. So your relationship with God will determine how – your relationship with God determines how you use your gift because your gift is – watch this now. Your gift is to, to draw – people mm-hmm. watch this your gift is to deliver and your gift is to drive wow. okay your your gift is to draw cuz you draw lot. people to Christ. double d's ain't it <laughs> <laughs> to draw people to Christ is to deliver them from whatever yeah. from whatever their yeah infirmities are and then is to drive them out to get those who are like them to do the same thing that you just did for them mm-hmm. you, you get what i'm saying and so my thing is i come from the streets you get what I'm saying? No, I wasn't in the streets real hard, but I come to the, from the streets. I grew up in Dale's home and hung out in Lincoln Park, uh, Swanson home, uh, London Hopes, as well as, well as Autobaba. So my thing is, I have, I have, uh, I have the a call on my life to reach the same type of people that come from the same place that right, I come right. from. So Q, what you're telling me is, you had the gift and you applied the gift to where you was, and you reached out. And you allow certain I'm things. trying to do that. I can't say that I I've done yeah, that totally. Still yeah. doing it. Y- yes, sir. That, that's right. the truth. Right. But you you know, so my thing is, you know, 
what we have to understand is our relationship with Christ will will put us in a place. He talked about wisdom earlier. Will put us in a place where we're going to seek wisdom from someone else. And none of us can say that we're tr- we're we're too gifted for guidance. Because if if you feel like you're too gifted for you're too gifted for guidance, then what you're saying is that God is not leading you. You, right, you get right. what I'm saying? Because God does things in decency and in right, order. Right. When you look at when you look at Christ, the reason He came and the reason He used His gifts was what to edify God. Well, to exalt God, I should say, not edify, but to exalt God and to edify everybody that was around. You, you get what I'm saying? Um, but the thing about it is, He always said He couldn't do anything. That his father didn't tell him to do, right? So we see that guidance there. So we see Paul did the same thing for Timothy. We saw Elijah do it for Elisha. You you get what I'm saying? Uh, I mean, when you look at it, everyone, when you see, you look at uh, Joshua. Joshua had Moses. (laughs) You you get what I'm saying? And even if that guidance. always a guidance. That's it. And even if that guidance is just a person um, um, being an example for you and not necessarily pouring into you as far as words, mm-hmm. but the example that they're setting before mm-hmm. you. you. You get what yeah. I'm saying? Because how many, well, I can, I guarantee you all four of us have learned from someone um, um, from afar. Yes. Absolutely. Basically, Absolutely. They, the Absolutely. example they set. Yeah. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? No, I'm sorry. Cause no, I, you're, I, good. you're good. You're good. <laughs> good stuff. So let me, can I say something real quick? Go ahead, so go I'm going to let you get in. So basically, there has to be the recognition of the gift first. And the That's recognition good. of being humble to be able to be controlled in my gift. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that's that's what I was thinking when I heard you talk. It just has to, I got to recognize my gift and be humble in my gift to know that it has to be controlled in that's a good. way yeah. to be able to handle to be my effective, gift. Yeah. I like that. You know? That's good. Go ahead, Tay. Yeah, so, oh, oh go ahead, Tay. Go ahead. So, so, um. Yeah, so, so yeah, I, I mean, I, I completely agree. I completely agree with what you're, uh, with um, the standpoint that you came from. And um, and another thing I want to point out, too, is timing. That's good. Uh, uh, That's uh, timing. Good. Uh, That's uh, real gifts. Good. In your gifts, season, right? Right. Because my thing is, my thing is, you can be the most talented person in the world, mm-hmm. but if your timing is off, mm. oh, yeah. It's, it's going to be out of place. You're going to mm. be out of place and you're going to fail. I'm, and I can give you a great example of this. One Michael of the Jackson. Right. <laughs> <laughs> one, of the things that I, one of the things that I struggled with when I was in my early stages of being a musician was I knew I, I, I had learned all of these cool, you know, nice licks. new riffs and yeah. licks and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. But I didn't know where to place them. Mm-hmm. So, 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 so what mm. ended up happening was, had to learn how to as I was playing, them. right, as, as, um, as I began to play or whatever, I was doing all these licks. And one time somebody pulled me aside, they were like, man, you can play. But he said, you're too busy. Mm. Mm. But you need, you need to mm. say that one more time. He mm. said, he said, man, <laughs> you got some licks, mm. but you're too busy. Too yeah. busy. Yeah. And it was at that moment I tasty. realized that, that even though I had the goods, I didn't have the right timing. Mm. That's good. And not even the right timing. You just so wasn't controlling your gift well, 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 to well, know well, how to. Well, 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 well. The I'm speaking, part. I'm speaking in the, I'm speaking the, di- I'm speaking in the direction of timing. Right, right, because, right. Because, because, in placement. Mm-hmm. Because, because, uh, like I said, I had everything I needed. I just didn't know where to place it. Right. But when I learned how, when I learned, so he guided you less, from his comment, right? When I learned that less was more, mm-hmm. and when I learned how to play as a unit, 
when I figured out one sound that it wasn't about me. One thing. What was about the production? <laughs> it was about the the whole success of the band because at, on, at the end of the time, at, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm if I'm good and everybody else around me is bad, we all gonna sound bad. If they're good and I'm bad, that's good, man. We're all going to sound bad because the placement or the timing or the sequence of the music is not correct. And I think the problem is, and the biggest thing issue that we have in the church and even in the world is the fact that we've got a lot of talented people, but their placement and their timing is wrong. That's right. I t- Tim, I tell you all the time, man. I say, I never want to rush anything. And, and, and Tim's like, well, man, come on. We got to do it like this. We got to do this. You know how you do. <laughs> do, do. And, 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 I, and okay. I tell him, hold on, no, 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 What you not going to do. But no, but no, but 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 my whole thing is, I and I love know. that, and I, I love that know. because it keeps me on my That fire, you need that fire. It keeps me on my toes, so I need that. But at the same time, I try to stress the fact that that even though we have you know good things and we may even have good content, if it is not done correctly or if it is not done at the right time in the right sequence, we might as well just not have done it at all because right. it will not be effective. And that's the key and, word. And I'm reminded. I'm reminded. Watch this now. If we want to do Bible, I'm reminded of when of when Jesus. I'm, I'm reminded of when Mar. Uh, 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 Mary recognizes Jesus at his tomb after he was resurrected. What did Jesus tell her? He said, don't touch me because I have not yet ascended. Mm -hmm. Yet is speaking in time. Yet is talking. Yet means that that I have a destiny. Mm -hmm. I have something to do. But if you touch me, you're going to mess my timing up. Mm -hmm. You follow what I'm saying? So, 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 so everything, and, and we see Jesus do this a, a, a few times. He tells, he tells a few times that, hey, look, I'm not yet ready. He, and he uses the word yet as, as a sequence in time. And so, so, so anything with your gift, I don't care how talented, I don't care how talented you are. I don't care how well you can do whatever you do. If you do not do it in sequence, it will fail. It will fail. This is why I say preparation is important. This is why I say it is important for you to have somebody to mentor you or guide you in that in the in the right direction, and I'm and I and I like what Pastor Q was talking about when he was talking when he was dealing with that because that is your moment of preparation. If you skip your, it, it's just like it's just like I'm going on a trip. I'm going on a trip in in July, and we're going to Florida. But my favorite part of the trip is riding. Because I can see everything that's going on. I can see different scenes. I can see different, you know, scenery, different things. I'll pass through the sites, monuments, stuff like that. If I skip all of that and I get on the airplane, (laughs) if I skip all of that because I'm trying to get there quicker, I will miss all of that. I won't be able to take my kids to the south of the border little thing. You know, I Mm -hmm. wouldn't be able to do any of that. And we'll miss everything that we could learn getting there because we wanted to get there too quick. I, I believe what, what's what, what's going on, and you, man, that that was that was that was that's good. But you just hit try to throw me on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was gonna come back to it. <laughs> but no, when you were start talking about going on a trip, right? I I I think about um, you could journey. not let it go. <laughs> the journey of ministry, right? 
and and how we were traveling and ministering. And I, I was thinking about a trip. When I when I prepare for a trip, number one, the first thing I do, I have to budget. Okay, after I budget, the day before I have to pack in preparation, right? And after I pack, the day before, the day before. The preparation would be a little sooner now, right? Like, no, 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 no. Maybe, no, maybe. I bu- no, I budget. I budget two weeks before, yeah, two yeah, weeks, three weeks before. But I pack the day before, okay? And after I pack, I gas up right before the trip, all right? Right before we leave and go on the trip. Then we travel, okay? I believe what's happening, and I said all to say this. I believe what's happening in ministry and in life that we're going on trips without budgeting, without packing, without doing things to preparation. Like you said, I'm saying, I'm just reiterating what you're saying. I believe it, and we're breaking down in the middle of the trip. Yes. And it's costing us a whole lot. And you're seeing it. This is how I'm thinking. Um, when you see, and I'm just going to chime because I don't want to bash the church, and I'm just, I'm just going to just say it. This is why I believe that there are so many scandals that are going on, that because they're not prepared. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's in life that's itself, Tim. Right. That's life. If we're not prepared to to the position that we're in. That's why we got to get our tools to be in a position. That's why we need goddess to get our tools to be in a position. If right. we don't got it. It's not gonna happen, and then we lose ourselves inside of it. Right, a- absolutely. And so, yeah. like, um, with Pastor Q, uh, and I'm gonna talk about Pastor Q real quick. Man, when I first met Pastor Q, I didn't know how to feel about him because number one, because he used to, you know, he used to, you know, he joked on me the first time I met him, and I was like, man. Oh, should I like him or not? No. What I like to write it, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> 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 how you gonna, how you gonna yeah, do yeah, like that? Yeah. Yeah. But no, but God. really, but really, but I looked at his life, and when I watched his style of preaching, I looked how he prepared his messages. I looked out how he prepared himself. If he did not agree with something, how he uh prepared his approach. No, his no, notice what I'm, this is a, this a trend, what I'm trying to do. He pre- prepared his approach. He, um, he prepared, when he go into an environment, he prepared himself. It was like he was well disciplined. Preparation takes discipline. Yes. That's all I'm trying to say. Yes. It takes so much <laughs> discipline to the point where we need to get into a place where um, we have to shut down, like you said, you have to go down to go up. Mm-hmm. So when we are able to discipline ourselves, we can go further. All right. That's so that's because I got beatings when I was little. But <laughs> 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 <Well>, look, that <laughs> guidance, that guidance <laughs> brings us to the discipline. Right. That's Feel good. me? Right, the right, guidance right. brings right. us to the right. discipline. If we're not able to to right. uh, to set aside ourselves right. to be humble to our guidance, then we're not going to be disciplined in our gift. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's real good, man. Got to drink a little water. And the other thing is, man, we have to understand um, because we, you know, and I think a lot of times when people hear, you know, 
this is where the church messed up at. This is where that we we feel like that we're bashing the church or that we're exposing the church. That's what we see no, it the, as the, what the, it is. the truth is, say again. That's what we see it as what it is. Yeah, the, and that's what I'm going to say. The truth is, wherever there's people involved, <laughs> there's going to be flaws. There's going to be problems. You, you get what I'm saying? And I think part of the reason is um, we have to understand is that no one is perfect. And I think the reason that we, people look at the church the way they look at the church today is because for so long the people in the church has uh, people, some people in the church have looked down on people. Y- you get what I'm saying? Um, w- once again, back to the gift not being uh, being guided because the truth is, you know, our, 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 the, um, our purpose is to draw people, not to push people, you get what I'm saying, away. And so the church for so long has had this, uh, um, this false reality of being perfect that when people see us mess up, right. they think the worst of the right. church. You get what I'm saying? Well, if they supposed to be uh, this and that about God, then they want to did this and they want to did that. Well, um, even Paul said, when I didn't want to do wrong, right. I did I wrong. You did. get what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and Paul, and don't get me wrong, Paul wasn't saying, okay, you're supposed to go out and sin. But what Paul was saying is, I'm struggling. I'm struggling with this thing. And and I want to say that because this is why we all need guidance because I don't care where you are, what level you are spiritually, how uh, gifted you are, there is still a possibility of you falling. Mm-hmm. There's a possibility of you messing up. Now, of course, God forgives us, but when you become a habitual offender, yeah. you're setting distance right. between you and God even though God is still there. Mm-hmm. But the relationship is you're not in a... Uh, you're not in you're not in right fellowship. Let's say it that way. So it's like if me and Will, we can be cool, right. um, um, and I believe we we are cool. Let me say that because oh, you know people right. take yeah, yeah, you yeah. know. <laughs> but uh, I believe uh, me and uh, Will and I. Let me say it right. Will and I could be cool, and something may happen that may cause some form of distance between between us, where we're not hanging out. You you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. the connection is still there. Right. You get what I'm saying, but then when they, then when we have an opportunity to talk and get over that hump, mm-hmm. now everything is fine. Right. Or let me say what people can really understand it: when Zoria gets upset with Tim, she might not want to come and sit at the table and right. eat. Right. You she teaching? Go, she go <laughs> eat in her room. You is teaching, but he's still her father. Right. Right. He's right. still the one uh, to give her guidance. Right. And then when she recognized that, in order for her to even to excel, in order for her. To 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 to, to ever back. get her freedom, on, she's gonna have to go back to right. him on, and submit. Or, or if he was wrong, and he has to go to her and let her know that God is never wrong. Yeah. We're wrong, but we're out when we're out of fellowship with, with God. And a lot of times we're out of fellowship with God because we're upset <laughs> with the person who's been guiding us. How many people have left the church because yeah. they were upset with the pastor? Yeah. Yeah. How many people? Or with another leader? Because a lot of times right. our gifts, because we don't want our gifts to be guided, right. it causes us to be pushed away from right. the church. Right. And so we go in, t- in other environments and talk bad about the church. And then those people do just like the church do. They, they reject the church from what they heard right. or how they've been made to feel. By certain people, right, right, right. not the church as a whole, but by certain people. So they're not 
we don't have we don't always have good ambassadors is what mm-hmm. I'm saying. You, you get what I'm saying? So they're not always good ambassadors of Christ. And then there are some people who are, are good ambassadors but don't know how to handle getting hurt. That's why you sure. need guidance. Right. You, you know what I'm saying? That's why I need guidance. Right. That's why y'all need guidance. And that's why we don't need to forget what we came from. Come on. Right. Talk or about what it. we've been through. Man. Uh-huh. Because we forget what we've been through or where we came right. from, it doesn't effectively allow our gift to be heard. So, oh, yeah. that's, that's see, you, you, he don't want to hold. <laughs> right. Go ahead, go ahead take that. That was powerful. Say that last part again. Say that last part again. What you just said. It doesn't allow our gift to be effectively seen if we don't allow our, to uh, to allow ourselves to remember where we've been from, yeah, you know where we came from and what we've been through. Okay, mm-hmm. so l- what I'm, I'm I'm gonna let you talk. My question my question is, Did I tap into your question? Yeah, 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 yeah. Ooh. Do individuals use ministry moments as selfish opportunities mm. or a God assignment? Mm. Can I jump right into that? You can jump That's right a, into okay. it. Okay, let me because that because I had I had gotten this I had to write it down before I forgot I got it. it. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> let me tell you something, man. I've noticed something, and if we're going to talk about the church, right, I've noticed something about the black church. Okay. Come on. If you go historically with the black church, okay, historically, the black church was the only thing that black people had power in. It's true. So where it would be now, there were gifts that were performed or done in church. We, we say that now that they are gifts. But if you go back years and like 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 if you want to go back Jim Crow or you want to go back even before that time period, the black church was the only thing that black people had power. So a lot of the times the pastors and ones who were gifted abused that power because it made them feel like they had something. And so a lot of times, a lot of times. We have all of these strict rules and all these strict re- regulations that, n- that that is not even biblical. Mm-hmm. We have these things to put to put control on the people. Mm-hmm. And so now we're not dependent on the real source. We're dependent on that man. And see, we talk about Jesus and we talk about how he, you know, laid hands on the sick and they recovered and how he cast out devils and how he did all these different types of things. And we don't see Jesus physically, but we see that man. We see that pastor mm-hmm. that goes and, and, and does all of these signs and wonders, and we look at him as being God. Mm-hmm. Without really saying it, that's how we acted. Yeah. You follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, that, and that is what caused a lot of gifts. That is what caused a lot of things to be abused mm-hmm. because we have used that to suffice for all of the things that we dealt with in the real world. All of the things that we dealt with with Jim Crow. All of the things that we dealt with with America. All of the things that we have dealt with, we use the church because we understood that we can get in there and have a good personality and our personality will win the people. Mm. Instead of giving them God, we gave them ourselves. That's good. So, in other words, they were preaching their convictions and right. they were using the rules so to, to ask right. for their convictions. So, and even if you want to use preaching, there was a lot of people are gifted in being able to communicate and be able to speak. So, a lot of times they will use that gift of preaching and they'll sprinkle things in there 
to to manipulate and control the people. And so that's how they use their gift to, you know, manipulate people. We man, man, I'm gonna tell you, we got poets, we got, we got, we got people that can, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. can talk you can pull the historical I mean, facts you, inside can, of we this. Have, there are people that can talk you off the ledge. And they have used that gift to manipulate and control the people. And sometimes, and, and I'm not even saying it in a way that's saying that they know what they're doing. A lot of times, they don't know what they're doing. A lot of times, they're just doing what they've seen others do. I was just scared to say oh. that. That's you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A lot of times, they, they just do yep. what they see others do. Because, because... All guidance right. is not good guidance. Right. right. <laughs> but to, to answer your question, too, um, it, the thing is, there are some who who do. There are some who use their gifts um, to to uh, as a prophet, not a prof, not a prophet, but as a prophet. Get what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You know, and so. And don't get me wrong. And then they're quick to use that scripture. That scripture that your gift will make will make room for you. Right. Okay. Yes, your gift will make room for you, but your gift your gift making a room for you does not mean hit people over the uh, over the head. Your your gift does not mean that your your job is to use your gift to pay your bills. And I know I'm making a lot of people mad. I'm glad. But your <laughs> gift is not tr- and, and 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 let me say this, you know, because there there are um there are a lot They're of trying to use their advantage. Yeah, there are a lot of there are a lot of gifted uh um Christians, let me put it that way, that like to and I'm not saying they can't use their gift to to make money, but is your gift being used for the reason God gave it to you? In other words, is your gift being used for you to draw people to, to Christ? Mm-hmm. You, you get what I'm saying? Is it used to give God glory? Now, when it says your gift will make room for you, it, it means that God did not intend for you necessarily to put, uh, uh, to say what your honorarium is going to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're telling the truth. <laughs> it, it meant that God will use you in a mighty way to the people will, will uh, the, the honorarium that the people are going to give you is going to be suffice. In other words, where's your faith in it? You get what I'm saying? And I've heard pr- plenty of preachers say, well, this is the way I feed my, f- this is the way I feed my family. So they're on the road a lot. You look at the apostle, <laughs> Jesus told them, and even when you look at the text from, from yes uh you look at it and jesus told the rich man he said sell all of your possessions mm-hmm. so 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 at the end of the day at the end of the day you. if you mm-hmm. if you can't do this if you can't do what i need you to do without being compensated for it then your heart is your heart was never there that, to begin with. that's See, it th- th- this is and this is the thing i think we have used ministry as a career opportunity well, let me say this. Let, let me say this real That's quick. Good, Tim. Because th- don't get me wrong. Yeah, right. Ministry can be, uh, it can be a career, but are you in it for it to be a career? You that, get what I'm saying? And that's why I'm coming from. And that's why I'm coming from a from a selfish. Remember, I said for selfish mm-hmm. opportunities. Yes. I believe that if I'm, I'm not going to. If I'm going to go, because I'm, I'm going to Bible. Uh, Going to a Bible institution, Bible college, seminary. Seminary. I'm sorry, I'm going to seminary. 
not to get a job to be a pastor. Mm-hmm. But knowledge. I'm going to and I want to go to be uh, enhance the knowledge that I have. Yeah. Yeah. And the to, to be impact, to be an impact, mm-hmm. not to be an impulse. Well, Tim, if I must say, you're already an impact. Well, sir. God bless you. I'm, yes. I'm praying. I'm, 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 you know, the Lord is, is continuing to, yes, to pray. You know, <laughs> pray for me that I will grow stronger in the Lord. Be what the Lord has me to be. <laughs> Glory to God. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Look, what, what, what it is? Hold on. Let me morph into it. <laughs> no, but really, no, seriously. Um, I want to be an impact, and I always say that I want to be an impact, and I believe that that's. And I be, I just look at these things, and I'm like, yo, what is going on with people? What is going? What's wrong with the people? And I and, and like you said, we have I- individuals that have been not have power. Now, here's the last question I want I, I want to do want to talk about real quick. And y'all done hit it, you know, this subject so many times. Uh, can your gift self destruct you? Mm-hmm. I, 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 I and I want I want to say that because um, can it? Really, self and we can go any direction, okay. Mm-hmm. But before you start seeing, let's just let's, let's, let's talk about it. Can your gift self destruct you? Let, let me say this: your, your gift can self destruct you. Um, but to hit on what we was talking about earlier, because I need I need to say this because one of the things that uh, that keep people, especially men. Um, away from the church and their view sometimes of the church is because we were talking about your gift um, um, being used for self for selfish uh, gains. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, a lot of times people don't understand the whole uh, um, as far as the pastor getting paid. So a lot of people think there's still people not necessarily in the church, but people think of the church as the pastor takes the money that whatever is taken up goes to the pastor. When most of the time the pastor doesn't even touch the money, has no access to the money. You get what I'm saying? But he gets a salary. And a lot of people say, well, why does he get paid for preaching? He does not get paid for preaching. He gets paid for all the other things that he do. Like getting up in the middle of the night and going to the hospital. Getting up in the middle of the night, sometimes using his own money to bond people out of jail that don't nobody know about. And for counseling, you and your wife, when y'all fighting and doing (laughs) uh, for for, um, being a character witness for your son or your daughter who can't get their act together. You you get what I'm saying? Um, uh, For those times wherein he he gets a a vision or word from the Lord that he called you in the middle of the night and you had no idea that he was going to call you and save you from getting in trouble. <laughs> you, you, you get what I'm saying, um, and so we just need to understand that you know there are a lot of pastors who are bivocational, which means they're pastor and they work. And what they, the house that they live in, they work just as hard as anybody else work, you know, to get it. Um, they, a lot of them have business businesses that they had before they even started pastoring. You, you get what I'm saying, and so the thing is, I just want I want people to know that. But then there, are, uh, there are those pastors who use, and is where we talk about the gift, can the gift destroy you, who know that they have the ability to raise an offering. And every now and then they doing these supernatural givings or, or talking about planting seeds wherein because they have the gift 
most preachers, all preachers yeah. should have the gift of gab. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? But because they 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 have the way to pers- the, the gift to be able to persuade people, they can they can get as much money out of a person that they want, and then all of a sudden they get caught because sooner or later God is going to expose you. I don't care who you are. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Turn the light on. Yes, sir. And that's how your gift can destroy you too because right. if you're doing it to just for a selfish gain eventually you're going to not only it's not only going to be about you persuading people by raising offerings right. there's going to be other ways you can be like okay so if i can get them to do that i can get such and such to do this and then after a while right. your hand is going to get caught right. Right. in the cookie jar and that's how your gift that's one of the ways right. your gift can destroy you so, so go ahead so so i i um this is I asked, and, and I want to just give a different point of view. Yes, sir. Um, I, me and my wife was watching TV one night, and we were watching a movie that had the actor Robin Williams in it, mm-hmm. the comedian, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the question I asked my wife, no, 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 I'm sorry. The question that my wife asked me was, how can this man that was so talented and was a millionaire <laughs> kill oh. himself? Mm-hmm. And 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 when she said it, man, I I kind I was puzzled because I was I was like, man, I've I've enjoyed this man's movies for years, okay, and I know for a fact he's been in a lot of movies, and I know he's made millions of dollars. Yes, but it was um, it's still amazing to me that how I here I am, I'm I'm stri- I you know I pray to God that he you know graces me to be able to be a millionaire. Um, but 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 he already had it. You know what I mean? Looking at him, he was already there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Looking at him from the outside, man, he was there. He had made it, mm-hmm. but still was not able to handle the pressure of his life. So did he have guidance? Like right. So 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 the thing is that the thing is is that it doesn't even matter how talented you are. You follow what I'm saying? It doesn't even matter how well you can do a certain thing. If you do not have, if your mind is not right, if you're not in the right state of mind, if you're not in, if you don't have the right mindset, you, whatever your talent is, whatever your gift is, if you're not able to handle the responsibility that comes along with it, it will destroy you. I tell That's my wife good. all the time, man. I, I said, I want a, I want a big house. I want a, I want a nice car. But the thing that I pray for every day is, Lord, endow me with the responsibility mm-hmm. to be able to handle it. Yeah. Because even if I got the credit score, I want to be able to have the finances to back it up. Mm-hmm. You follow what I'm saying? Because I've seen so many people, man, they get all this nice stuff, and they then the next day it'd be gone. Yeah. Because they asked for something or they inquired for something that they could not yet handle. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 you know, that's uh, we'll ask you a question. Uh, did he have guidance? And yeah. the thing, the, the thing is, here's why we need guidance for our gifts, uh, because everyone, and listen to me, hear me when I say this: women as well as men, boys as well as girls, everyone, it will if they're not broken now, will experience brokenness somewhere in their life. Right. So when you when you have gifts. If you if you're operating from your and using your gift with along with your emotions from your brokenness, yeah. 
that will destroy you. You get what I'm saying? So you need guidance because you need to know when to sit down and be healed from your brokenness. See, this is why a lot of pastors get in trouble um, because they don't have guidance and they don't have someone to tell them, look, you need to take some time. You need to take some time off because you're trying to lead the people and um, through your brokenness or, or you're affecting the people not understanding as a pastor. I have to understand that those who are under me, whatever I bring in that pulpit <laughs> on whatever day <laughs> that I could easily spread that to everyone that's there. You get what I'm saying? And so when we take our gifts seriously, when we take our calling seriously, for when we take what we do seriously, then we will understand that we need some guidance. You get what I'm saying? And I say all of that to say this. One of the things, and this is not to big me up, this is to, to let people understand I'm not trying to share something I wouldn't do myself. You get what I'm saying? Um, you know, I planted a church. Now, most people that plant a church feel like I can go in there and do whatever I want to do. Well, my bishop, I, bef before I make any major decisions, I call my bishop. And one of the very first things I say, have you heard anything from the Lord about this? You get what I'm saying? One of the things we have to understand is that when you are gifted, but you have someone that's guiding you, understand that God is not going to get, as long as that person lives, God is not going to give you more anointing than, he gonna, than he's going to give them. Here's what I'm saying. What is the anointing? The anointing is the, uh, is the physical manifestation of God's hand in that person's life. You get what I'm saying? And so God will never give, God is not going to give you more wisdom than he's going to give that person. So that person that's guiding you, God is going to give them th some things about you that you don't even know about yourself. But when they expose it to you, you're going to wake you're going to see it. Your eyes are going to be open to it. And I know because I'm a man. And one of the things my dad always told me is you, you're going to feel like another man can't tell you what you need to do. And guess what? I felt like that at times. But when I understand, back to Will, humbling yourself and understand that you need guidance, I understand that if Bishop today say you need to close down Grace House Fellowship because the Lord says so, because I trust who he is, <laughs> that is what I'm going to do. Not without praying. Of course I'm going to pray, but because I believe the God in him. You get what I'm saying? I would do that. And a lot of people say, man, you crazy. It may sound crazy, but faith is crazy in a way. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? But I need us to understand that we need to take our gifts seriously. So if bishops say you shouldn't go to a certain place and preach, then I'm not going to that place and preach because there's something that he's seen or there may be something that he knows that I don't know. You get what I'm saying? And I think we need to we need to be in a place where we understand that when a person is guiding you, if especially when you say that this person is your spiritual father or your spiritual mother, that you need to listen to them because if not, then somewhere down the line, either you lied or they lied. Well, let me say something to chime in. With everybody talking, and I've been having so many thoughts go through my head, and the one thing that really came to me was we have to be broken to be in a different mindset. That's good. Mm-hmm. Everything in life is meant to break us. For instance, when we're in band, I've been in band, I'm a band guy, I'm a band geek. So in band, college, they had to break us to be in their mindset in order for the band to be effective and That's have good. that sound. 
Mm-hmm. You're in the military. They break you mm-hmm. so your mindset can be different. Whatever you've been through, I got to break you mm-hmm. in order for your mindset to be right for me to guide you for your gift. My mm-hmm. God. That's good. That, that's good. Man, that, I almost shot it right there. <laughs> <laughs> I almost shot it right there. I'm telling you. So... Um, Pastor Q said something um, that that I want to just kind of kind of chime in on. He says that, uh, in other words, he is a saying that he says, but he said it in a very very modest modest way. But he used to say, "I don't like to bleed on on the people. If I'm wounded, I don't want to get behind the pulpit and bleed on the people mm. because." know that's going to affect me i believe voice sampling is me personally and that's not just in preaching mm-hmm. i think it's in singing one thing that i i used to um not do and i had to sing or um even play if i had offended my wife or if i had um did something that's wrong right I could not minister because singing is a part of ministry. And so um, basically I don't want to I don't want to, you know, bleed on the people. So why does it why does it why do we as people of influence or preaching or singing or anything, we feel like we have to serve no matter what. I just gotta serve no matter what. I got to serve no matter what. And I get it. And I know it's their responsibility. But why do why do some people, because everybody doesn't do it, why do we feel as individuals we have to do it on this end? Well, <laughs> <laughs> because the thing about it is we are, we'll be teaching yeah. from a, now, I'm not talking about the positive broken place. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking from a negative so, broken, so broken place. I, I think I think what I, I think I think the angle of it that I'm that I think I will lean more towards is because say for instance as you being a pastor, it's like you almost it, well, it's not like you have the responsibility to minister to these people. And so, you know, a lot of times what end up happening is we're not cons- we're really not concerned about us, a real pastor. You're really not concerned about yourself. I, I, I've had, and, and, I, and I must admit, I've had situations in my life that I had to preach through, you know, and, and, and it was simply because I knew, I know, the, I know, number one, what God has called me to do. And number two, um, you know, I know the responsibility that I have, like, 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 as a, pa- a lot of times people don't understand. <laughs> as a pastor, as a preacher, you talk people out of the worst situations in their lives. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? You never that. know what Sunday that an individual is going to come into your church, and that you, you never know if that could be their last straw. Yes. You never know. And so, yes, I do believe that that you shouldn't preach from a place. Of, 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 you know, where you're bleeding on people per se, but at the same time, I also believe that you need to have a certain mindset. If you, and, and this is why I say, 
Everybody can't be a pastor. You just can't forget where you came right. from and what you've been. Everybody from. can't be a pastor. Everybody cannot be a preacher. That's right. So if you cannot, and 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 if you cannot handle your personal life, if you do not, this is why the Bible talks about when it the, gives the qualifications of a bishop, <laughs> and it, and also gives the qualifications of a deacon. Mm-hmm. But 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 I'm going to use it for pertaining to everything. You know, you know, you, you must be the husband of one wife, and and it talks about how you know different things that you need to have, and the and the and the fact of the matter is, that the reason why those things are there is because there's a certain level of responsibility that you must have in being a person that 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 um that that is a preacher or or or, or a pastor, and so even though you may go through things in your life, sometimes. You know, but because of the 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 what you have to do, you know, you got to work through it. I, I know, I know, and um, you know, this is I've learned this a lot through you know me being a police officer at, at at one point in my life, and I knew that there were times where, um, you know, I wasn't all the way there mentally. You know, I could have things going on at home or whatever, but I had a, I talked with another police officer one time, and he was telling me he was like, you need to get your mind right because if you go out there. You never know where somebody else is. You, you know, you never know where somebody else is out there, and they may smell that weakness, and you could lose your life. You know what I mean? So, so, so there's a certain mindset. There's a certain mindset that you need to have in order to handle the responsibility of that gift of being a pastor, or 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 being a, a person that is a preacher, or one that stands in front of people and kind of like helps people through their situations in their life. So you don't want to bleed on nobody. You don't want to bleed on nobody. But at the same time, if you cannot handle your personal life, you can't. You can't be that. You can't be the pastor. You can't be the preacher. You know what I mean? So, 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 so yes, there are qualifications to that job. You can't handle it, then you can't do it. You know what I mean? That's the type of mindset that I have from it. And and I and I know everybody deals with things differently, and everybody you know takes different things you know different ways. But but from my perspective, you know, you deal with people in life or death situations. Yes. And if you cannot ways. juggle your life and if you cannot handle your life to the point where you can say, you know what, All right, I'm dealing with this at home. But because I know the responsibility that I got, I've got to I've got to put this aside for a second and deal with these people. You yes. follow what I'm saying? If you can't if you can't have that balance, then you can't be in this position. No. And that is that's the truth. And. Like you said, that is why so many of them feel like they have to do it because they understand, one, we take an oath. Yes. And we, we to God, that that is what we're going to do. And so when I say not to bleed on the people is when you're at a place where you're not, you're not okay. And it is okay for a pastor to say and to recognize that he's not okay. Now, when Tayshawn says that, and, I, and I'm not trying to put words in his mouth, but I believe he's talking about there's a, there's a there, we're gonna go through stuff on a regular basis, and we're gonna have to push through it. Exactly what I'm. But he understands that there is a time <laughs> where you have to understand you need you need to sit down. But and I understand Tim, your question mm-hmm. is for those who are in place, like we've just say some of the bigger names, yes, who we know are going through things, and then they're trying to to preach through it, and you can hear the hurt yes. and the problems coming out of what they're saying. And, and um, just to because because you know people will try to say that we're not all on the same page, so I'm just yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, no, yeah. no. I know we know, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah. talking about the folk that's gonna hear yeah. it right, so yeah, that they right. understand that we on the, right, we're all right, on the right. same yeah, page. Yeah. Uh, and so 
Uh, um, and I love everything he's saying. It's just the truth. Some yeah. days, and I'm bivocational, so some days I'm like, it's some some days I'm like, man, I still got to stay up because I got to study. And Sunday morning I'll be like, I just want to stand up and say, uh, Jesus wept because he was hurt. Amen. Amen. And pray and we can go home. Yo, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> but I can't do that yes. because you have a res- I have a responsibility. But here's the other thing that we need to understand about guidance with our gifts, especially um, and not even just being a pastor, not even being a single, whatever. Who, whoever you're submitted to, and that, in, that includes whatever church you go to, whoever you're submitted to, uh, first and foremost, we need to understand we're submitted to Christ. So wherever we go, we represent him. So without the right guidance, remember earlier I talked about being an ambassador. Whatever you do is a reflection of whoever is guiding you, whoever you send you submitted to. Like one of the things that helped me when I was younger is I knew so many people knew my parents and will. When I went out and I did dirt, I made sure I did my dirt by myself and not not in places where my dad or my mom would find out. You get what I'm saying? Uh, There's a saying, if you can do wrong, do wrong right. You get what I'm saying? And I'm not telling people to do wrong. But if you're going to have somebody covering you, you can't do wrong because it's going to be a reflection of them, too, which it then was going to bring ch- uh, chastisement on you. And if you're not willing to accept the ch- uh, being uh, uh, chasing it, then what, what's going to happen? You n- they're no longer going to cover you. And what's going to happen? You're going to fall. You, you get what I'm saying? And so all of that is a part of uh, is still in lines of, of people feeling like they have to do it. You get what I'm saying, Tim? Because if you have the right guidance, because like I said, all all guidance is not good guidance. When you have the right guidance, they're paying enough attention to you to say, you know what, you need to take this time off. You get what I'm saying? Uh, just say Tayshawn was covering me, now, just just hypothetical. And just say that he, he comes and he talks to me about something because he feel like I am not okay. And he talks to me about something. But if I can share the right things with him, he can say, okay, well, I feel like you're okay to go and stand. That's part of the pushing through that he talked about. Right. You, you get right. what I'm saying? Right. But he's letting me know I have a close eye on you, so it's that accountability right. that will right. put you in a place, in the right mindset, you know what? To reevaluate yourself, and when right. you sit down and you prepare to stand before the people, then God is really guiding you being, and it's not you just right. operating in your gift. Because that's one of the things we hadn't talked about is a lot of times people are gifted. You started out by talking about it when mm-hmm. you said that the anointing is without re- repentance. Yeah, repentance yeah. You, you get what I'm saying? So people are able to stand and operate in that gift, and it seems flawless. You get what I'm saying? But the truth be told, we don't know what's behind. We don't know what's behind the scenes. But when God guides you, there is a different level of effectiveness because we see a lot of effectiveness. And we talked about it earlier about being effective. We see a lot of effectiveness, but all of it is not godly effectiveness. It's just effective. And, and, and a, lot of time, a lot of times, all this goes back to preparation. A lot of times, yes. I believe uh, uh, the reason why a lot of these pastors that we see that are very famous are falling so hard publicly is because they never took time to prepare for that. Mm. Nobody ever told them, hey, look, son, when you, you, you know, stay away from the women. You know, hey, look, son. Don't we, after service, after you get done preaching, go on at the door. Nobody took time to tell them that. Or, or either they told them that, and they still did whatever they wanted to do. And so now you're falling publicly because you didn't take the time before you got that spotlight 
to prepare for those situations. And so what's happening is we're getting caught in those situations and we're failing Mm -hmm. miserably. We're failing miserably because before then, before then, we should have, we should have took that time. And now you got people that's under you counting on you to be there every week and minister to them. But because you wanted the power when you wanted it, you're now in a position, and now we got to wait till you come off sabbatical. Hmm. And now everybody's life and now everybody's problems now got to wait because now you on sabbatical because you couldn't keep yourself together. Yeah, no. You should have been preparing before you inquired to be. See, I, I, I can't get with yeah, 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 I just, Some people going to be mad. I can't get with all these people jumping up talking about the Lord called me to pastor. I can't get with that. I'm with you, Doc. Uh, or call me to preach. I can't get with that. Mm-hmm. Because you need to take time to prepare for those situations. Mm-hmm. If you if you fail in that, if you fail in that time your shoes, you don't need to be running. Oh my God. That's you don't good. need to be running. It's get somewhere and sit down until you are until you have been proven. The, the Bible says Paul said as he says, study to show thyself approved. Mm-hmm. A workman unto God. Need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And, and, and that goes both ways. Yeah. All of that goes to say what Paul was saying was you need to, that there's some things that you need to know before you walk into your destiny, period. No, that, that's true. And that, so, so basically what you're saying as far as with the calling, as far as with, we're true with any calling, to be honest, is that the guidance that they receive from wherever they are. Right. Needs to be preparing them for right, these things, right? You know, and, and and man, I exactly. So so I am I'm grateful, man, for you know for the pastors that's been in my life. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and and I think I think that's one of the things, man, is understanding where you are. Man, but you said something about the uh, the pre- preparation um, part, man, about um, being prepared to knowing how to stay away right. from certain things. This is stuff whoever's guiding you should be able to right, see, right. too. You get what I'm saying? But it also determines how, and don't get me wrong, because we all have our vices. Yeah. We all have these things that we're struggling with. I, and people say, why do you always say that? Because I want people to understand we are not perfect, right. but there's n- still no excuse. Because like you say, you should be preparing. Right. Right. You, you know, there's certain things that I know I'm going to stay. I know that I have to stay away from. Every preacher should have a Joseph anointing. <laughs> and that, regardless of whether it's male or female, they <laughs> should have a Joseph anointing. When something, yeah, I mean, somebody yes, you know you're not supposed to be touching, you trying to touch you, or you want to touch you, you need to run. run. That's right. You better run. Even if you, you want to touch it, run. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yes. So there should be, and it doesn't matter what necessarily what it is. It doesn't have to be a woman. It doesn't have to be a man. It could be a certain thing. <laughs> but I'm just saying you need to learn how to run, man. You better run. You better run. Tie them shoes up, Don't even have to tie the shoes. Kick them off. Run out the shoes. But to say, okay, and so now y'all know, every one of you know how I feel about that whole story. Now, see, I'm going to go ahead and go there. So in that story, I believe Joseph built a relationship with her because, you know, with Potiphar's wife, and they formed a relationship because I believe they were familiar with each other. It just didn't happen. It was over time. Right. Because you remember, 
you know, the story stopped and then it came back. So it was time, right? Yeah, time elapsed. Right, time lapsed. So this is what I'm saying. When you're gifted, Joseph was gifted. When you were gifted, when you were gifted, it it brings relationship. It draws relationship mm-hmm. to you. Anointing is attractive. Uh, it, and we, we ain't just talking about attractive about anointing. I'm talking about you're being gifted. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. So the thing is, how do because mm. we we going over time, but I'm I'm, I'm I'm gonna just ride this boat, and I just think this gonna be an episode. <laughs> <laughs> how do you, as an individual, you're gifted, and you have a relationship was drawn to you, and it was innocent, but then it's turned. What do you do? Now, we say run. We say run, but it feels good. Now, some people, it feels good, and they stay there. Mm-hmm. What do you do? And I know I'm, I'm taking, I'm in, in a, no, and none of us in here are talking about ourselves. Yeah. We're talking about people. So, so I'm going to make this plain. You know what I'm saying? It's an in general statement. What do you do? Well, let's say that. Let's, let's just be honest. Yeah, be uh, honest. Come on. I, talk. I'm a man first, you know, and so one of the things I know, I know women look good. I know they smell good, and I know they feel good. <laughs> hey, I'm just being. Hey, I'm being real, <laughs> right? I'm so, the truth. so, so, I'm if I know they, on. if yeah, I know they look good, if I know they smell good, and I know they feel good, mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying. When I see they, when that, when I know that they are approaching, first and foremost, I'm not looking at them in that way. Right. Y- you get what I'm saying. I have to be in the right mindset. You get what I'm saying? I don't need you close enough to me to where I can smell you because I know they smell good. Right. You, you get what I'm saying? Right. 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 And, and some and some of us scents do things to us, or fragrances does things to us, right? So, if you're around me, you look good and you smell good. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's a temptation. Yes. You, you get what I'm saying to see if you feel good. Right. Right. <laughs> you get right. what I'm saying? Right. But because I weigh my options. Right. See, I'm going to be real. You know, I'm, I'm always going to be on. real. I weigh my options. Is it worth mm-hmm. losing, watch this now, all that I already have see. at home, see. my anointing, even though the anointing is without see. repentance, mm-hmm. I, want an, I want a God-effective anointing. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. My reputation, I have a good reputation. Is this piece of tail worth my reputation? Is it? You, you see what I'm saying? No, it isn't. So right, right. my thing is, I wait. These and, and a lot of people are like, how you don't have time to do all that? No, before I left the house, I've already weighed this. So when I go out there, first and foremost, and then here's the other thing. I respect you enough to understand I ain't leaving Tarika and Sonia Saunders. You get what I'm saying? So the only thing you can do for me is is to please me at some point of time. But there is not going to be me leaving her. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? So I have enough respect for you mm-hmm. to not pull you into this because all you're going to do is get hurt. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Now, and I know some people like, why you go that far? Because we deal with people that's dealing with this stuff on a regular basis. Yeah. And you have to be yeah. real. You see what I'm saying? So weigh, you have to weigh your options. That's one way. Go ahead. 
This is why I, I, I believe in partnership. This is why I believe That's that you good. need to have a, a wife or you need to have a husband because, and, and, and let me be specific, mm-hmm. if you're a man, you need to have a wife. Mm-hmm. And if you're a woman, you need to have a husband. Yes, I yes. Oh, so you don't know made, you, you don't made some I, people I, mad I right, right there. I, I'm, I'm just saying. Yeah, you I'm, don't I'm made just, people mad right saying, there. I'm just saying, but, but. <laughs> But 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 that's what I'm saying. Like I believe that you, I believe in partnership. A lot of times with partnership, um, you don't operate as if you're the only one. That's good. Yes. So 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 you don't make decisions like you're the only one because now you have to consider someone else. So if you're making decisions like you're the only one and you have a partner, there's an issue going on mm-hmm. in your partnership. Yes. That needs to be dealt with. Yes. Okay. So 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 for me I believe in if you are if if you are going to if you're going to be you know gifted and do work or whatever um partnership is very important because you can the the, the things that you might want to get from someone else that you don't know who you're getting it from and they can have something that destroys your name destroys your ministry you never know who you're going to hook up with mm-hmm. that's out here but if you have somebody that's been consistent if you have somebody that's been loyal and has proven themselves to be worth, to be worthy or trustworthy, mm-hmm. the, that is the one that you need to be with and cling to in those times of temptation. Yeah. And you have to remember that. And that's why you see, uh, we see a lot of single pastors that deal with failure in this aspect of temptation because they don't have they they make decisions. Like they're the only one in which they are, but but they forget the fact that you also now have to consider your church, yeah, your flock. You have to consider the the people that you are or that your God responsibility. has right, right. Your responsibility that God has given to you, you've got to respect that, you know. Um. So 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 just to add to that, you know, I believe that partnership is very important as well. Yeah. I, I, well. I'm just asking questions because, you know, you know, I, I'm just asking questions like so. Do you think what well you said? You said that's what you believe. But let, as a group, as a fellas, a, a group of men, do you think a pastor should be single? And I'm and I'm being on and I'll, I'll be honest. With you, do, a bi- do a bishop supposed to be single? Do like anybody of influence that deals with the church. Well, if I can say something from the outside, mm-hmm. looking in, because mm-hmm. I ain't bishop, pastor, elder, right. any of that. I'm just saying, it, it looks better. <laughs> it looks better from a standpoint of somebody outside to see that you have your house in order. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you saying if somebody's married, they have their house in order? It Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. Yeah. It's the perspective you're giving me. Oh, the perception. Yeah. Because perception is everything. Well, let me ask you a question then. What if they feel like they're in order? They might not be, but it's what they're, the perception they're giving me in order for me to follow them or at least for them to guide me. So I, I'm, yeah. pressing, I'm pressing, I'm pressing, I'm pressing. I'm pressing. Let me press a little bit. Let me press a little bit. So you're saying that if you was well your parishioners and you want the, the word was that you go to the church the word was dynamic a dynamic word you love the church and you see the pastor and the pastor wasn't married would you so that will like hinder you this pre-pandemic it, it wouldn't it wouldn't hinder me but i would be uh 
I wouldn't be so quick to be like, mm, he's a good guy. Maybe he's living his life 100% of what he speaks because I don't know because that window is open of opportunity because he made it. Feel me? Mm-hmm. So is he really living an effective life? I mean, mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, no, no, I'm just pressing. You know, I'm just, you know, I'm just I, get, talking. I, get, I get that. Come on. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's more so of a responsibility thing, number one. <laughs> number two, in in scripture, my fault. I'm 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 struggling with this mic here. Number two in scripture, we're gonna have you a mic stand. This right, time. right. To all my my listeners, <laughs> I'm telling this man to hold the mic <laughs> to his. I'm sorry. I'm okay, sorry, all right. Sorry. Amen. Pretty so, so in okay, if we want to look at it biblically, right? So in scripture, you see, we see two different perspectives of it because. <laughs> okay, two different. Pr- Perspective because we see you going to Paul. You going to Paul? All right. Well, hold on. Let, let, you going to let Paul. me get there. Let me get there. <laughs> Two different perspectives because okay, we see where God gives the qualifications of a bishop or a deacon, which which we can classify as anybody you know that's in ministry or a preacher or whatever. All right. But then you have Paul, and he's like, well, paraphrasing, he's like, well, you know, it's better for you to be single, and just simply because you are not tied down. Okay, so 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 you can do different <laughs> oh things, Lord. okay? <laughs> but I get that. But I think when we deal with that the, that text from Paul, he may have been okay. Let's just say in the year twenty twenty one. All right, is it as easy to be a single individual and live right? I'm gonna say no. No, and, no. And, it's okay, no. Okay, okay, it's listen, no. Listen to what I'm saying. Like, no. like is it the same? Can no. We, can we say that it is <laughs> no. the same? It, it's not the no. same. It's harder right. now. Right. Yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. Yes. Because because anything anything much. you would ever want is on your phone. Social media. But you, anything you could ever want, Tinder. anything you could ever see, that's it's right. on your phone. So 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 it's harder now. It's harder now to live. That 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 that, that, that consecrated life as being single TikTok. with so many right <laughs> with so many things what that will come along TikTok, that, will, that will tip <laughs> that will tip your uh that will tip you know what you believe and I'm yes. reminded of how how you got monks and you have uh, come villains, on come right? on come on so so the reason why I've 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 learned that they're able to live like that from well, well at least from my point of view from what we see because I never you they know, ain't never had it. But but see why that, and number two, they're 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 isolated, they're yeah. isolated from everything. But so 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 if you gonna go live under a rock, or go in your house and shut your door and don't have no type of connection to the outside world, you might be able to do it. But they didn't do it. What? Truth be told, okay. So so, <laughs> so so let's so let's say this, um, and and I I, I like what you were saying too, Tasha. The, the thing is this, man. We got to understand in the biblical day, there was a different level of accountability okay, um, yes. for those yeah. who were single. Um, and then there were people who kept watch, who really watched each other to make sure right. that they helped pe- held that person accountable. You, you get what I'm saying? Right. And so, um, and, and then there was a different level of discipline. Right. You, you get what I'm saying? The culture, uh, the, the, the culture, um, Push discipline. 
You get what I'm saying? We don't push discipline in the, in the culture today. You get what I'm saying? And when I say the culture, I'm talking about the, the, the way they live. You know, they pushed a certain level of it's discipline. Anything, now it's anything goes. Yes. You can do whatever you want. I yep. want to do it. You can have your own point That's of view. It. You can do whatever you want. And that mindset restricts you from being able to be disciplined. There you because go. You, because they're telling you what you do is okay. If you want to go over here and do this, that's fine. You want to go over here and it's do that? It's all about that's you. Fine. What you want? Right. You know it's your your, your truth. Can I tell right. you a it's whole lot? It's my prerogative. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people truth is just their fantasy. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> this is this is what and this is where I'm coming from. We have stopped teaching Christ. We going we're, off of the topic. I know we are right, right now. Right, 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 right. <laughs> we, no, but no, we're going back to the one. We're still talking about gifted because we, we're yeah. going, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. Get, we're talking about uh, how I give yeah. gifts without guidance. We're still talking about that. We're going back to the one. But what I'm saying is this. We have been teaching. We're not teaching anymore Christ, but we're teaching compromise. Speak for those that do that. I still. I know you teach. You teach Christ. Pop right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, 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 go no, ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I know what you're saying. We can't separate people, the church. Right, 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 right. right, right. right. We're teaching. Yeah. Uh, some people, some pastors have been teaching compromise instead of Christ, and that's me. Let me say, and thank you for correcting me. It was even playful, but it's the truth, because I have seen where we ha- we don't even talk about salvation anymore. We are not talking about salvation. We're not talking about. We don't talk about hell. Edification. Oh, the edification of the body. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And and we don't teach abstinence. We teach protection. Mm, that's good. So the thing about it, we we don't we don't teach that. And so this is where we're raising up gifted people. Going back to the one, mm. we're raising up gifted people. Wow. And they won't have no guidance because we're not teaching Christ. We're seeking compromise. Hello, yeah. can I can I get can mm-hmm. I get that's good? But I, it is that's the truth. I'm gonna tell you. So I'm I'm on the fence with the with the single pastor or married pastor. Now I would prefer for me if if I'm gonna be a parishioner, then I want a pastor that's married. Um, one because it's and not saying it can't be done because it can be done. Um, a, pa- a, a single pastor, it's going to be hard for him to truly be able to counsel a, a married couple. Yes. You get what I'm saying? Yes. It's going to yes. be hard because yes. I don't care what you say. That man that's sitting in that chair across from you, if you a male, he is saying, how can you tell me yeah. how I'm supposed to act with my wife? And you don't even have one, sir. You get what I'm saying? Now, uh, um, but, you know, so that part is going gonna, is gonna to be hard. You get what I'm saying? Now, back to the whole, <laughs> it's going to be, that part would be hard. Not saying it can't be done, because I know some, I know some who practice a lifestyle we're in and, and, uh, and have enough wisdom to be able to do it, but it's just hard because, like Will said, how are you going to tell me? You see what I'm saying? Or there's still that, 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 matter of fact, you got some men who going to be like, that why are you window. looking at my wife like that? Yeah, I'm telling you. But you get what I'm saying? That window of temptation. <laughs> I've seen, but, but see, I'm going to be honest with y'all, man. I ain't going to name no names. I ain't going to do that. Please don't. Don't you do, do that. Let me tell you, though. I've seen, I've seen, rec- I've seen some older bishops, right? Older mm-hmm. bishops. And their first wife will die. Okay. But within the course of a few months, mm-hmm. 
They done already got married. They had yeah. it on standby. And they had it on standby. And that was the one that was taking care of their wife, right? huh? Probably <laughs> was. was on you know what I mean? Probably was the nurses. Up, we being messy. You know what I'm saying? Right. We being messy. Praise God. But, 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 no, I'm just saying, though, because sometimes I believe it's your personal <laughs> conviction. You know what I mean? I, I believe if you, if there's a way that you can handle it, yes. if you can handle being single, yes. You know, that's a lot of responsibility. You know, but you had you know, to be guided to be yeah, able to handle but, but that. If you yeah, can, but if you God. can really, like, handle being single and being a pastor, you know, okay. I'm still yeah. a little worried, but okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, 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 yes, I believe that when you are married, it balances you out. You know, it gives you a different, because even, even okay, not, not talking from a physical standpoint, but, but, but like, maybe like an intellectual, uh, intellectual uh, 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 standpoint. Yes. Um, intellectual. We know what say, you mean. You know what I'm saying. We right? got you, big dog. We got you, big right. dog. So, 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 so we're talking. So, so, say for instance, you know, you're talking on that level where, where you as a man, you may have a mindset that that may be wrong in this in a certain mm-hmm. aspect. Yeah. But then your wife comes and she kind of balances you out, and That's you do true. the same for her. You know what I mean? And and sometimes dealing with people, sometimes because of the things that we go through in life, it sets off a trigger. Yes. And we will respond a certain way. Yeah. But but when you have somebody in your corner that say, hold on, you need to think about this, you need to think about that, mm-hmm. your approach to that individual now to help them will be different because you've gotten another opinion. And I think a lot of times, I think a lot of times single pastors may struggle with the counsel of anything. I mean, not even marriage counseling, but oh yeah. counseling anything because there are certain things in your life. Right, you don't have yeah, that, balance. that balance. You see yeah. what I'm saying, and and you and you and you reacting in a way that um that's not going to help them. You know what I mean? And, and mm-hmm. you need somebody else to come in and say, hey, look, you know, maybe you need to, you know, look at it this way. You know. And, and Tim, you you mentioned the uh that we don't we don't teach Christ anymore. We teach compromise, and so uh, we don't we don't teach abstinence. We teach uh, uh protection. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and the thing is, for most churches, it, it is that way now because so many people are afraid of they teach the right thing that is going to push people is going to push people away. And it's not about rules. I think the problem is with with that is that when we, we have uh, stood up for so long on Sunday morning and and was so uh, uh, theological mm-hmm. instead of being practical. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? We have not taken the time to really explain the scriptures to people. We've only told them not to, that they shouldn't have sex while they was married and not telling them why they shouldn't. You get what I'm saying? We, we never told them, um, like, we, like, you can tell that from the attitude of your, of your daughter, um, not yours, Tim, not either one, anybody's yeah, in right, here, right, but right, I'm just right, saying right, in right. general, you can tell from the attitude of your daughter whether she's active or not, yeah. just from her attitude around the house. Yeah. But but nobody explains that to her because they, they have not taken the time to really teach her, you know, what comes along with opening that door up. You, you get what I'm saying? Uh, and, and vice versa <laughs> with the young man. You, you yep. get what I'm saying? His aggression tra- changes. But we don't talk about that. And a lot of people don't even know what I'm talking about now. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Because they, they, they've been introduced to that. So when we teach why, then the soul ties. You, you, you 15, 14 years old, and you boohooing and crying and about somebody, and y'all ain't even close to being married. Right. Well, 
and if they're soul ties, you are, but but y'all not even y'all don't even know what you're crying about, right. but you're doing it because of those ties. Yeah. But because we have not taught why not to. You yeah. see what I'm saying, Tim? And that's why when we talk about the compromise, well, I don't want my child to get pregnant. And I'm not against all of the everybody else is against, and I don't want to go there because it's not my platform. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> Boy, I need you to talk about it, sir. <laughs> well, I will say this. I think the media and everything that Dang. has oh, advanced, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everything that has advanced have That's made it I, yeah. okay to be acceptable. Like Tayshaun mm-hmm. was saying, it's our phones, it's the media, it's our, yes. our tablets, it's yeah, the new outlets, it's the technological mm-hmm. advances that are allowing us to make it okay and acceptable to be. And curious. Huh. <laughs> to do whatever we want it to be and how we want our lives to see, be accepted of, and all of that, you know? Yeah. And and, and also, also, you know, like myself, I grew up in a household where it was because I said so. So, yeah. so, Amen. so, so when I, <laughs> right, so, so, so when you would ask a question, you know, well, well, my why I can't go over to such and such house because I said so. And that was the end of it. You know what I mean? It won't no, expl- it wasn't an explanation. And so a lot of times what, what ends up happening is when you have individuals that grow up like that, they end up going, they end up going out there mm-hmm. testing it mm-hmm. yeah. because they don't know why they shouldn't do it. And they don't even know the, the, the consequences that come along with it. But, 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 but it's almost like when they get shut down like that, that pushes them out there mm-hmm. to do it. Yeah. So instead of, and you, and we were talking about this Friday, you, you mentioned in this, uh, you mentioned to, uh, this to me on Friday talking about how, you know, you shouldn't allow, you know, your children to, you said, you know, be exposed to different things, but I know what you meant, kind of like, you know, you should be able to explain why. Mm-hmm. You should be able to, you know, give them. To right, them. right. Yes. Because because when you just, you shut know. That door shut like that no. door and be like, no, no, he, no, 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 you ain't no, doing that. No. We don't make them more curious. Yeah, 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 you're just <laughs> making them more curious to what's going on, you know what I mean? And yeah, yeah, so yeah, and that's something I'm going to have to work on too. Because, and, and that's the thing. Okay, so, um, so. Because y'all already know. I so, know. my thing I, is. Yeah, I don't know. That, that, that saying, when we was growing up, it was said, it, that saying children were, were are meant to be seen and not heard. And, and because children are, were, seen, were meant to be seen and not heard, and, and, and their mindsets during that time is why so many children got hurt. During those times, you, you see what I'm saying? Uh, um, and, and what I mean by that is there were some things that they were trying to tell folk, you know, that needed it to be exposed that they didn't get an opportunity to share. And so I think one of the things and uh, I think one of the things we need to understand is that sometimes hearing people out yeah. will also expose to you where they are. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know. And so we're so busy sometimes talking about what the vision of God is. And even though God has given us the vision, we don't take the time to hear people out to understand that, yes, God has given you the vision. But there's a way that God wants to expand the vision mm-hmm. or wants to to uh, to uh, to uh, to you grow the vision. teaching right now, huh? you know, huh? <laughs> you know, through listening to some of the people. You get what I'm saying? And that opens doors for an opportunity to teach about some things that you don't get the opportunity to teach about at other times. You, you get what I'm saying? So we're talking about not teaching Christ, but we have, because we'll teach some of the things that Christ did, but we won't teach how to be like Christ. Right. You, you get what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> and, and, and it's funny that you said that because one of the things that um, we teach folks how to be like Paul. 
See, I know where you're going with that. <laughs> but we won't teach them to be like Christ. Mm-hmm. And not, n- mind you, I, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not trying to contradict the Bible or anything No, 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 like I, no, I'm just saying. But I know we, we saying. rather, we would rather to, to really pound on what Paul is saying instead of what Jesus is you saying. You know what it is? Talk because Jesus was perfect. Paul was not. Mm-hmm. We saw Paul's infirmities. We saw Paul's issues. We saw Moses' issues. We saw David's issues. We didn't see Jesus' issues. Yeah. So, right. so, so, so even though we're supposed to be like Christ, a lot of times we use people in the Bible because they're more like us. Mm-hmm. But okay, so and we use them for a crutch and say that we can do this yeah. and be forgiven for it. But, 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 you know, if if you now turn it and put it on Jesus, it's like, well, we would never be able to be like him. And so it's kind of like tempted, what Jesus was tempted though. No, 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 no. He, 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 he's, he's not right. saying he's right, not right, right, he's right. not dismissing that. Right, he's right, just I, saying right. it's yeah. equal. the reason people relate mm-hmm. more to Paul it's and the others is because they they were they were people and Christ was too. And I think that's the part yeah. that we don't teach enough <laughs> about his humanity. You know, because let's just let's just be honest. When when Mary washed Jesus's feet with her hair. She was crying, and her tears got on his feet. But not only did she anointed his feet, and her tears got up there, and she washed his feet with her hair. Yeah. You get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like Believe it or not, I, I can say there's a possibility that he was tempted there. The average man would be, and we forget that he was 100%. Oh, no, I never <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You know? So. And and he he was not sitting like he was not sitting how we're sitting now he was more on a chase oh right you, you see what I'm saying and he was laying down right you know right right <laughs> y'all crazy man so the thing about it is think about what type of discipline did that what type of discipline that took you get yes. what I'm saying what type of restraint that that took as a man because, because we are, we. See, here's what we have to understand that the that, that the hum, human part of Jesus um, is was just like ours, and the spiritual part of Jesus wasn't just that he was God. It was the fact it was the Holy Spirit right. that was in him, just like it is, and those of us who have accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior of our lives. So, when we talk about the humanity part of Jesus, okay, like when Jesus Jesus was upset, you get what I'm saying? When he flipped the tables over, he was upset then. He was hot, you know. <laughs> When he wept over Lazarus, yeah. that that's that was his boy. That was his homeboy. You get what I'm but saying? He never teach it like. And that. even though he was going to resurrect him, yes. he's still like, man, why Lazarus had to experience this? You see what I'm saying? Why did my boy had to go through this? You get what I'm saying? It's just like you got the money to get your boy out, but the fact that he had to go through it before he even asked you to come and help him. Then you're thinking, man, I can't let him go. I can't let him stay in that position or stay in that situation. That's what Jesus, that's, think about what he felt. But because we don't teach the humanity of Jesus, that's why it's so easy for people to look at other people. And so we're quick to say, well, Paul said, since uh, um, when I want to do good, I don't do good. <laughs> but oh, see it come. You, you see what I'm saying? I, I'm going to tell you, man, I, I, I must <laughs> admit, I, just from that statement, I know God and the whole, I know Jesus in a whole nother way. Yeah. You know, because to be honest with you, you know, you, you know, I grew up in a church where, 
you know, we only talk about, we only talk about, you know, Jesus's deity. And I grew up in an apostolic church. And oh so yeah. we talked about, <laughs> you know, you know, Jesus was human and divine, but, but, but we always stop there. Yes. We, we, we never go into detail and, and, and get into the emotion of how Jesus really felt when, you know, uh, when, when, when he was getting his feet washed with her hair and, and we never, you know, deal with the fact that when he was beaten, like it, he was beaten beyond <laughs> recognition. Like, but, but like, like, like when he got on the cross, he was almost gone. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They, I mean, they had beat him that bad. You know what I mean? And you never really think about that, you know? And, 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 um, so yeah, man, I, 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 um, Wow, yeah, I know I'm in another way now. Thank you, Pastor Keith. <laughs> I know I'm in another way, man. Well, glory to God. Yeah, but that was revelation right there, yeah. man. But it's just, man, it, it's we we have to get to the point where we're actually teaching, you know, uh, uh, to be like Christ. And the, and when and when we get to the point to really teaching to be like Him, then it will it will it will cause people to see themselves in a different light, but also to see Christ in a different light. You, you get what I'm saying? We make him so much God, and though he was, we make him so much God that people can't see the, the humanity part of him. They can't see the human part of him, you know. And so when he, uh, <laughs> just like when he, um, when uh, uh, he, he was, you mentioned him being beaten, yeah. you know. Um, we forget that uh, 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 Cyrene, uh, uh, what's the guy, si- was it Simon? Uh Simon, Simeon, the one that helped carry the cross. I can't oh, yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. We forget that Jesus couldn't Sorry. couldn't finish carrying carrying the cross. Yeah, yeah. He needed help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We see his, yeah, his human, you know, his humanity yeah. in that. Helps him take the fall for the rest of the year. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Because he was beat so bad. Or either when he or, or 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 also when he was on the cross and he said, "I thirst." Come on, you know, he was thirsty. That that's a human, mm-hmm. you know, you know, thing. That's yes. a human thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good, man. I, I'm, I'm telling you, man. That's that's good. That's good. Yeah. That's good. So I mean, you know, man. And uh, but but y'all, man. Tim, this is a a, a good topic, man. A uh, very good topic, man. We praise God for you. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, we need to talk this about man. this stuff. Well, man. see this, and this is what uh, Kingdom of Kingdom Soundboard is all about. And I continue to say this: that my objective is to expand the kingdom of God through educating, empowering, and enlightening individuals. Uh, my desire is to continue to create integral conversations and help explore new ways to address the negative feedback, man. Right. Yeah. So, like, I am always trying to do it. And so, um, I'm coming on this platform. Uh, this is a new platform, and this is a new series. And these, I pray, these are the new individuals that God is going to put just to be a sounding board to help get the distortion and negative feedback out of the kingdom, um, and and you like you're gonna hear these guys again. <laughs> it's not no no ifs ands about it, you know, you, you know. And this is episode number one, so I want you to keep an ear out for mm-hmm. Kingdom Soundboard. Till next time, man. Peace. We're gone. Mm-hmm.